0: All right, we're back with Alicia too. We've got three more. Alicia, you ready to go?
1: Oh, absolutely. Bring it on.
0: <laughs> story number three reported by the Duluth News Tribune. So there's a 36-year-old man out of Duluth. His, uh, his, sorry, I don't have his name because they didn't release his name. And when you hear the story, you're probably going to know why they didn't release his name. Police okay. were on the hunt for him after shots were fired inside a home. And they believe that it was a domestic violence-related incident. And they don't mess around with that, right? Domestic violence and shots are fired. So this turns into like a movie scene. The tactical response team shows up. The crisis negotiation team shows up. They bring a Bearcat tactical vehicle in, which is like one of those big armored cars, you know? They bring one of those in. They established a perimeter. They evacuated neighboring residences. Things like a movie scene. They had loudspeakers, and they're trying to negotiate with the guy and talk to the guy. in the loudspeakers they played messages supposedly from his mom. Oh
1: my gosh!
0: Standoff lasted six hours, wow. uh, and unfortunately, the police ran into a problem. Uh, Alicia, any idea what the problem was?
1: Not at all. I'm trying. To, I'm, trying to answer, I'm trying to think. I really, I I can't even. I have no idea. Lay it on
0: me. So six hours standoff. Everybody's out there. It's, you know, tactical this, tactical that. And the whole time the guy was not there. He wasn't at the house. He had left before police got there. Now, fortunately, fortunately, I think he kind of came to his senses and realized, okay, I'm not going to win. So he ended up calling police and he ended up surrendering. I don't know if he did that while they were in the middle of the standoff. But well, he did end up calling him and he did end up surrendering. So I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. So you've probably seen like in the movies, right? Where like the the cool cop, like Eddie Murphy in, in Beverly Hills Cop, yeah. the cool cop, he does something stupid, like because it, you know, he's, he's trying, to, trying to get the bad guy, does something stupid. But then he's got to answer to his superiors, right? Because the superiors are all buttoned down and they're all by the book. Let's say that you are the chief assigned to this operation and you find out after six hours, the dude is not there. How do you explain this to your superiors?
1: You don't. You just say, I've, I messed up big, buddy. <laughs> There's no explaining that. There's no backpedaling. There's no logic. You you, you messed up.
0: <laughs> Good answer. Honesty is the best policy, right? Mm-hmm, Good answer. Even if it leads to unemployment. Well, in this case, the guy is being held on preliminary charges of second-degree assault, domestic assault, and uh, discharge of a firearm, endangering others. So hell of a story that one. Let's go on to story number two, reported by the Daily Mail. Okay. Definitely want to get your thoughts on this one. What is your feeling? And you're from Toronto. And so you and I can relate, I think, to how it is in a big city. What do you do when you see a homeless person in the big city? You know, oftentimes in Canada, we got the Tim Hortons and and you'll see a homeless person at the Tim Hortons or whatever. Do you give them anything? Do you like buy them a coffee or a donut or anything? Like, what do you typically do if you see a homeless person on the and on the street?
1: so for me for me a lot of the time excuse me a lot of time when i'm out and about like i'm always eating and i always have leftovers like i'm the slowest eater ever and always have leftover food so if i ever see somebody i always will offer them some people don't want leftovers obviously i'm never trying to insult anybody but if it's like a dire situation i'll be like hey would you like this and then give them whatever i happen to have you know so um that's always something i've tried to do especially as a teenager seeing that and you know, knowing someone close to me who went through something like that. I just you, you never know what someone's going through or why they're in that situation. So I always try to just do something, even if it's something small.
0: That's nice. That's nice. Do you remember the story of the shaky lady in Toronto?
1: The shaky lady? Yeah. When was this?
0: Oh, years ago. Years ago. So so I don't you think would- I do? So it was, it was probably a good 10 years ago. So there was an old woman in Toronto and this is not part of the story. This is just me telling you a story. So there was okay. an old woman in Toronto and the, she was known as the shaky lady. She was always on this in the same area and she would like shook all the time like this, you know, okay. and she, and she had a cane and she, she like panhandled. So she basically, people would give her money and somewhere along the way, the local media, they got wind of, of a problem. And so one of the local news reporters decided to follow her when she left for the day. And followed her back to her condo. And it turned out that she had a condo that she bought in cash. And the guy knocked on the door and she opened it up. And when she saw that it was a news reporter, she started swinging her cane at the guy. Oh, no. And when that story happened, I started, I'll, I'll admit, I started getting a little bit more selective when that mm-hmm. story happened in terms of helping people. And then I had an experience one time. There was a woman at Tim Hortons. You know, they hold the door open for you. We we're coming in and out and i decided i'm going to get her a donut so i got her a donut and right when i'm going to give it to her her cell phone rang
1: oh my goodness yeah i've experienced a few things like that before and i always try to not be judgmental or try to assume i know everyone's situation but sometimes right. it's just it just hits you in the face and you're like you don't you don't need a if you can afford to get your nails done and all this other stuff and this and this and that, I'm like, all right, you don't need my donut.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So obviously um, a lot of them do and, 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 and of all of them are in legit situations, but you do have to be careful because sometimes they're just trying to take advantage. So yeah. in this story, there's a 33 year old woman out of England. Her name is Claire Varen. And Joel, you got a picture of Claire? There she is right there. Claire Varen. As you can okay. see, she's at, she's at a local McDonald's and she was getting herself some food. And then she spots a guy sitting at a table. And the guy, he's looking pretty disheveled. He's sitting there eating ketchup packets at, at at a table at the McDonald's. And she felt she kind of feels bad that the guy's sitting there, you know, looking a little disheveled, eating the ketchup packets. So she decides I'm gonna do a good deed today. And so she gets him a meal, and and she's like, I'm gonna help this homeless guy out, and I want to make sure that he's fed. Gets him a meal, goes over to him, and puts the food down, and says, uh, This is for you. What happened next, Alicia?
1: She he uh, throws the food back at her. He gets insulted.
0: That's a very good, very good answer. Moments after she gave him the food, so moments after she put the tray down in front of him, a McDonald's employee came over to give him his order.
1: So he was just eating ketchup
0: packets. He was, I guess, eating the ketchup, waiting for his meal. He had ordered a meal. He's not homeless at all. Who he had eats ordered ketchup a
1: meal. as an appetizer.
0: I guess that's just what he decided to do. So he's okay. eating ketchup packets. There's. <laughs> yeah. That was Claire's reaction. She's like, what can you do? So it turned out the guy was not homeless. He's just sitting there waiting for his order. And right when she brought him food, the McDonald's employee came over and brought him his food. And she was so embarrassed that she like left the McDonald's. And she has decided, she, apparently she really likes the breakfast at McDonald's. And she, it was a routine to go to that location. She decided to skip McDonald's because she doesn't want to run into the guy again. That's how embarrassed oh. she was. So yeah, At
1: least she had a Big Mac to go, right?
0: <laughs> hopefully. Well, for breakfast, maybe. I don't know. But let's let's put you on both sides of the coin. So let's say that you're the guy and you're sitting down there in the McDonald's. And I'm, I'm not going to suggest that you're eating ketchup packets, but you're sitting there at the McDonald's and you're waiting for your order. And then while you're waiting for your order, somebody comes along, they think you're homeless, and they say, hey, this is for you. How, how do you respond to that?
1: I would laugh probably just because I I don't get insulted very easily. So, you know, like that, that wouldn't really get to me, but I think I would just laugh and understand some miscommunication. And she was genuinely just trying to be a sweet human being, you know, like that's such a nice out of your way thing to do for somebody. So I I think I would laugh laugh it up, but, um, yeah, (laughs) wow.
0: And what if you were her? And you think, okay, I'm gonna do a solid for this homeless guy. I'm gonna do a good deed. And you bring over the food, and right at the moment that you put it down, the employee comes over and gives them their order. What would you do then?
1: I would go red and be embarrassed as hell and haul ass out of there. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do.
0: So you can relate to what she did.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I have no, I completely understand why she took that direction and said, yeah, I'm not visiting that McDee's anymore. <laughs>
0: Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, here we go. It's time for story number one, final story oh, of the week reported okay. <laughs> reported I'm by KETV News 7. Are you a TikToker? Like, do you, are you on TikTok?
1: So I, I was, and then I felt I was forcing myself to do so many stupid things that I just stopped. <laughs>
0: Good to know. Good to know. And what yeah. about, you know, the, you know, the popular social media challenges, like when they did the the ice bucket for ALS, have you yeah. ever participated in any of those viral social media challenges?
1: I actually have, have not done any of those. Um, really? I had someone try to get me to do the cinnamon challenge and I was like, I don't want, really want to die by choking on this. So you what know, this, like- Tell me
0: what, what, what is the cinnamon challenge?
1: you would just take a spoonful of cinnamon, like a heaping spoon and put it in your mouth and then people would like cough it up, but a lot of people would choke on it. And a lot of people actually ended up having to go to the hospital or su- other stuff because of it. Cause it's just all this dry powder, right? That you can suffocate on. So right. yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all up for doing something for a good cause or simply just donating instead of doing the challenge. But I, um, yeah, I've never actually done like a viral viral challenge. I did a couple dances when I was first on TikTok, which I regret, but you know. Um we all we all try
0: things. Good. Well, uh this is one that you probably don't want to take part of. So there's a TikTok mm-hmm. challenge that it's popular with the kids. You know how the kids are today, Alicia. Popular okay. with the kids, it's causing headaches for homeowners though. Any idea what this viral TikTok challenge is that the the kids are all into? Are
1: they doing like an old school one where you get dog shit and put in the bag and light it on fire?
0: that's a good answer that's a good answer uh joel were you able to get those clips for me that i asked you to get so it's called the kool-aid man challenge kids are running through fences just as the kool-aid man did there's one right there oh yeah yeah oh yeah oh no they're running through fences and then what they do is they so they jump out of a car they do it quick then they run away they jump back in a car and they look at this look at that and then they run back to the car and they take off in Sarpy County, Nebraska. They just cited nine juveniles for deliberately damaging oh. fencing after they almost destroyed the entire fence line, kind of like what we just saw there. They almost yeah. destroyed the entire fence line outside somebody's home and they did about $3,500 in damage. And this has been happening for months all over the place, like especially all over the U.S. It's been happening and I got to tell you, like when I was young, you know, I did some stupid shit, but I I had the wherewithal to know not to damage public property. Of course. You know what I mean? That's just,
1: oh my goodness. That makes me so mad. And this is why I hate being looped in as a millennial. Like I, 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 I genuinely would never, ever think, let me destroy someone's stuff just for, uh, just for likes or just to get some kind of stupid clout like that. Oh, that irks me so much. I can't, I can't even wrap my head around what runs through children's minds.
0: These days. I, I <laughs> so I, I
1: feel, I feel so old saying that at like almost 27, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, so I'm going to go ahead and guess that you have not intentionally damaged public property, right? Like you haven't intentionally no. done it. Have you ever unintentionally caused any damage to either public or private property?
1: Um, once I was golfing with my like indoor mini golf, it was the kiss one in Vegas with my family. And when I play, I'm so competitive. My family always say like I have the most intense eyebrows. Like I look I'm about to kill someone when I'm competitive. And so I was swinging my golf. Uh, what do they even call them? Sticks?
0: The, the club. The golf club. The club.
1: The golf stick. I was saying the club. The golf stick.
0: They swung the The stick. The golf
1: stick. Um, So I swung that thing. And I almost hit my sister behind me and she accidentally ended up going through one of the walls, like the prop walls there. Because I was, and it was so dark and it was a black wall and she didn't see anything. So inadvertently we together, destroyed that that property. But you know, it wasn't bad. They were able to put it back up. They didn't ask us for anything. They said, "You know, it's a common issue. You're in the dark and clearly it was innocent, you know." So they were very understanding, but um yeah, that happened. Otherwise, I don't think I've actually damaged public property before.
0: Have you ever been to Casino Niagara in Niagara Falls? Um
1: I don't I don't think so.
0: You don't think so. So you've 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 seen slot machines, right?
1: Yes, yeah. Oh, I love slot machines. You
0: love slot machines? Have you ever done yeah. the Wheel of Fortune slot machine?
1: Um, I think so where they got the the wheel. And if
0: you, if you get like the wheel thing on the slot then you get to, right. So one time I was doing that at Casino Niagara and I got the, the thing for the wheel and the big prize was like something like 10,000 bucks. And I missed it. I missed it by this much. And without even thinking about it, you know how there's like, it's almost like a, like a plastic over top of the slot machine thing. And without even thinking about it, I went, damn it like that. And when I hit it, the whole thing, whole thing shattered. And I turned to my buddy who was at the next slot machine. I turned to him and I said, we're leaving now. And so the two of us got up and walked out and (laughs) didn't say shit. Yeah. That was long enough ago. That was long enough ago that I'm totally comfortable telling that story on the air. Happened many, many years ago. But uh, that's what happened. All right. Well, that's it. That's it for three, two, one. Once again, I want to thank my guest, Alicia, too. This was a lot of fun. We got to do this again.
1: Yes, thank you so much. This is a blast. I love talking about all these random things and being able to hear your side of it. So, thank you so much for having
0: me on. Thank you.